$100 MBA show because your business is too important to you to not get better every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar's at home. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. You can check us out over at 100mba.net. Today's episode is a Q&A Wednesday episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email me directly at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question comes from Jason, and Jason asks, I have a course idea. I want to find out ways to make it more engaging. Specifically, how do I structure the course and deliver it for more engagement? Great question, Jason, who happens to also be a $100 MBA member. Well, you're in luck, Jason, because I have a master's in education. I've taught in the classroom for over 13 years at the high school and university level. I've been teaching as an entrepreneur for over 10 years now. And I'm going to give you my strategies to making sure every single lesson, every single course, every single blog post, every single video I create is more engaging for my audience. We're basically going to reverse engineer a successful lesson or a successful course. I mean, a lot of this stuff is going to be pulled straight out of my teacher training. You know, teachers have a lot of pressure to make sure that they are engaging their students because they see them every single day, sometimes multiple hours a day, and there's a lot on the line. They've got to make sure these students pass, right, or have a good chance of passing, right? So I can't wait to get into this lesson where I show you how to create and deliver an engaging course. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is supported by Sumo. We all know that you need to build a great audience and a great email list to be able to grow a great business. This is where Sumo comes in. Great tools to help you build your traffic and build your email list. And with plans starting at $29 a month and even a free plan to get started, you can't go wrong. To get started, just go to 100mba.net slash sumo. Again, that's 100mba.net slash sumo. So Jason specifically asked how to structure his course to have more engagement, not only in the content, but the delivery. When it comes to any lesson, any course, any blog post, any video, anything at all, you need to begin with one thing. And this is so important. A lot of people do not do this because, hey, they don't have a teacher training. They don't understand how important this is. That one thing is a learning outcome. You have to define specifically what your learning outcome is. And a good way to come up with a learning outcome and to define your learning outcome is to ask yourself, what will the student, what will the learner know how to do by the end of your lesson or course? So say, for example, I was creating a course on how to play the piano for beginners. If the learning outcome for the course is to be able to play a very basic song, if that's what we want them to be able to do, that's the learning outcome. Play a basic song, a full song that they can play on their own. You need to define what you want them to be able to do at the end. That's the learning outcome. This is so important because your whole mission is to make sure that your student knows how to do this by the end of your course. And this should be front and center at the first thing you do so you know how to build upon that. Now, you might be saying, what does that have to do with engagement? Well, in order for you to engage your students, you need to make sure that they're progressing towards your learning outcome. See, as students, as somebody who's learning something, you get motivated, you get engaged as soon as you start feeling you're getting better, you're getting closer to the goal. 
So not only is it important for you to define the learning outcome so you know as a teacher or the creator of your course, but you also need to make sure that your audience knows what the learning outcome is so they understand what the goal is of the course. The goal of the course is to be able to play a song on the piano in my example. So that's the number one thing you need to do to engage your audience. Let them know what the learning outcome is so they know that they're progressing towards that. They'll see that as they're learning through the course. They'll see, wow, I am getting closer to that goal because I'm getting better and better. Number two, try to have as much engagement as possible in your course. If it's a video course online or an email course, get them to interact with you. This could be a comment section at the bottom of each lesson of your course or a open forum or a Facebook group, or it could be, you know, back and forth via email with you if it's a small group. The point here is, is that you want to encourage people to do, you want to encourage them to ask questions and to implement. So if I'm ending my lesson in learning a few chords on the piano, you can just get them to engage in any way by saying, hey, how long did it take for you to get these chords, to understand how to play these chords on the piano. Did it take you 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Let me know. Number three, make sure you have visual aids. So if you're doing a video course, for example, and it's a talking head video where you're on camera and you're teaching, that's great. But also make sure you cut away to some visual aids, some B-roll, what it's called. So if I'm doing an introduction to the course and I'm introducing all the different types of pianos you can buy when you get started, I'll cut away to some images of these pianos and maybe some pages or images of pages on Amazon where they can order them. People like different visual aids to help them be engaged. If they're just seeing the same thing over and over with no difference, no cuts, no B-roll, it can get boring pretty quick. A good example of this, of how somebody does this really well with their videos, is Brian Dean. I mentioned him a whole bunch of times, but check him out on YouTube. Uh, he's the founder of Backlinko.com. He does a lot of good cuts in his video to change things up. Sometimes he does some graphics. Sometimes he does some different cutaways, different scenes. He maybe even changes his clothes and makes a little bit of a joke. Check it out, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But change it up in your videos. Next engagement technique make sure that you break things into micro goals. So say, for example, I have a course on how to learn the piano for beginners. It's, say, 20 videos. Each video is a module. I should have a goal for each video, and I should state that goal, again, like the learning outcome, before the video starts so they understand that this is what we're trying to accomplish. And then you recap at the end of the video what they're able to accomplish now after that module. Again, people get engaged when they feel like they're improving. And sometimes you have to present it to them, show them how much they've improved by showing them a quote-unquote before and after. You know, at the start of the lesson, at the start of the module, hey, this is where you are right now, this is the before, but after this is all over, after this module's over, you're going to be able to do this, this, and this, and this is where you're going to be in the timeline of your progression. And that gratification of, oh, in the next 10, 15 minutes, I'm going to be able to improve even that little micro step. It's motivational and it helps people stay on point, engaged with your course. Next, make sure you set up expectations. So it's very important to let people know how long each part of the course is going to be, whether it's a module or a lesson. This is applicable if it's written, if it's like a, a written course or an email course or a video course. So with videos, it's quite easy because a lot of video players just show you how many minutes is in the video. 
Some people hide that for some reason. I would not do that. It's good for people to know how much time they need to allocate for this lesson. So if it says 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, you can let them know. Now, if there's exercises they have to do in addition to watching the lesson or going through the lesson, then you need to make sure they know that too. So say, hey, this is a 15-minute video, but with the workbook or with the exercises you have to do, it's going to take about 30 minutes to complete this lesson. So set up expectations so people can like block off time and understand that, hey, this is going to take X amount of time to get done with. This subconsciously allows them to focus and to dedicate that time to, hey, I need 30 minutes of focus to finish this lesson. Expectations are so important because when you set them up, people know what they're supposed to do. When people are lost or not really sure how long this is going to take, sometimes they'll give up and not complete the lesson. If you're familiar with Medium, medium medium.com, it's basically a blogging platform. And one of the best features they have is at the top of the article, it tells you the reading time. How long would this article take to read? And people love this because it sets up expectations. Wow, this is a six-minute read. No problem. I can read this article while I'm waiting for the bus. Whatever. You get the point. So set up expectations. Next, in order for someone to really understand what you're talking about, to see themselves doing what you're doing, you need to give them examples. I often give examples here on The $100 MBA Show every time I'm explaining a point. You've seen me give the example of the piano course, right? Examples are critical because some people don't understand things out of context. Most people don't. So you need to make sure you give some sort of context with examples. And it's okay to have some fun with the example. I like to challenge myself and see if I can come up with original new ideas for examples in my lessons and my courses all the time. But examples are great because it allows them to see it in action. Whatever you're teaching, put it into action, put it in the real world. And now another tip to keep people engaged is to keep things tight. Don't waffle. This won't happen if you script out or outline your lessons before you shoot the video or write them out as a text form course. Keep things tight because when you start to waffle or go on and on about something or you start rambling, people start falling asleep. That's the opposite of engaging, right? So keep it tight. And if you can even tighten it up even more in the edit, if it's a video or even if it's a written blog post, tighten it up in the edit. Make sure that it's constantly learning. There's no wasted time and people are not you know, rolling their eyes on boredom. Guys, I got more on today's Q&A Wednesday's lesson. I got some great references, some great episodes you can listen to that are going to really help you with this topic. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Today's episode is supported by Sumo, the tool we use to grow our email list right on our website. Sumo is a suite of tools that installs right on your website, on any website, WordPress, Squarespace, custom made, whatever it is, and allows you to build your email list, drive traffic, and share your great content with other people. We've been using Sumo for over three years, absolutely love them because it's easy to use and their designs are customizable so you can really make it fit with your website. We all know the importance of building an email list to build a business. Get a no-brainer tool to help you with that. And you can get started for free. They have a free plan and even their paid plan that has all the options starts at around $29 a month. An incredible investment for what you're getting. To get started for free, just go to 100mba.net slash sumo. Again, that's 100mba.net slash sumo.
Before I wrap up today's lesson, today's episode, I want to give you some really great resources to help you when it comes to building an online course. We had a three-part series here on the show called How to Create an Online Course. You could check that out. If you hit subscribe on this podcast right now, whether you're using iTunes, Stitcher, whatever app, you'll have access to the archives. That means episodes that are older than 300 episodes. And these episodes are 325, 326, and 327. So in order to access them, you have to make sure you subscribe. Then you'll see it in your feed, in the options for episodes for you to download. Those three episodes are a three-part lesson that really gives you a great overview of how to create a great online course. Also, we have an episode 351, which is a Q&A episode about how to price your course. And we also have episode 511, which is another Q&A episode. And this one's about a sales video. Do you need a sales video to sell your course? So make sure you check out those episodes. And to access them, make sure you hit subscribe so you can get it in the feed. Those are all in the archive. They won't show up as our last 300 episodes. So there you have it. Keep engagement high in your course and you'll have a higher completion and you'll have some happy customers that will refer you to other people that are looking to better themselves in your area of expertise. Jason, I hope that answers your question. I hope I helped in today's episode. If you have a question, email me at omar at 100mba.net. I'd love to answer your question directly here on the show on Q&A Wednesdays. Every Wednesday we do this. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Teaching is a skill. It takes a while to really get good at it, decent at it, really. So allow yourself to teach as much as possible, whether that's via video or a podcast or blog posts. You know, before I launched the $100 MBA, I was teaching in the classroom for over 13 years. But I also wrote over 150 blog posts before I even launched the course because it was really helpful to be in that kind of instruction mode when it comes to my genre, to my niche, which was business lessons. So as many reps as you can get in is great. It's going to improve your ability to teach better on courses. And if you're launching your first course, congratulations. There will be more courses to come. And this first course is going to help you build a better course in the future. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check us out tomorrow. In tomorrow's lesson, I'm going to be sharing with you a very special lesson. What you can learn from a 30-year-old business run by one man. This is an incredible man that I met recently. I'm going to share you his story and how he's run his whole operation by himself. A very successful business. Hit subscribe and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.